Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to our 38th episode of Revelation Communication. I'm so thankful that you've decided to join us on this podcast, whether you're listening or whether you're watching. I want to thank you for your continued support of Revelation Communication and Revelation Church. Before I get going today, I do have a couple of reminders that I want to share with you. Uh, we do have our Wednesday night Bible study taking place right here at Revelation Church at 7 p.m. We are currently going through the book of Revelation and just want to encourage you for a great hour of fellowship and study in God's Word. Also, this Sunday, we're starting our new series, Traveling the Romans Road, where we're going to be taking a look at the book of Romans for the next upcoming several weeks. So please join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we enjoy a great morning worship service. You can find all the information to our podcasts, our YouTube channel, and social media by heading on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com, and checking us out. With that being said, I do have a couple of verses that I want to share with you that are coming out of 2 Chronicles and 1 Kings. I'll go ahead and read 1 Kings 3.9 to you first. It says, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? 2 Chronicles 1.10 says this, Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people that is so great? Now, what I want to do with you very quickly is just set the stage before I get going. The newly anointed king of Israel, Solomon, is in a city called Gibeon, where at the time he's visiting the tabernacle of the Lord that Moses had built up while in the wilderness. Solomon had gone there to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, and in his sleep that night, God visits him in a dream and asked Solomon, what shall I give thee? God wanted to bless the young King Solomon to help him with the kingdom that he inherited from his father, David. Now, if there was ever a time to ask God for anything, Solomon had the opportunity. This was an open-ended invitation. What shall I give thee? There was no, uh, uh, there was nothing attached to that. There was no limits attached to that when God had asked. You know, he could have asked for riches. He could have asked for wealth. He could have asked for honor. Uh, he could have asked for his enemies to, to be defeated. He could have asked for a long life. There were a multitude of things that I'm sure Solomon could have asked for. For when God says, What shall I give thee? But instead, he asks for wisdom and knowledge so that he can be a good king over God's people. In essence, his request was exactly what God wanted to hear. You know, many today wonder why their prayers aren't being answered. Many today have actually given up on prayer because they've seen uh, no result. Many today have lost hope on the power of prayer because their efforts have been futile. But I wanted to share with you what James 4.3 says. He says this, Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. You know, one thing we must always ask ourselves before asking God is this, is what I'm asking for his glory or for mine? 
You know, I've often questioned myself, God, when I didn't get a new car or, or that boat. Maybe I didn't get that gun that I wanted or another nice tool for my toolbox. And of course, I'm kidding, kind of. Um, but often we ask for things that are really for our own selfish desires and lusts, and especially when it comes to material items. Now, before I go any further, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's often in the midst of crisis, in the midst of sickness, financial woes, job losses, and other life's curveballs that get thrown at us that we genuinely go before God and lift up prayer. Why? Because we want to see God work something out in our lives that we desperately need him to. And deep down, we know he's the only one that can. But even in those times, the motive of the heart could be amiss. You know, it's one thing to pray about and ask God for all the things you need, but it's a completely different thing to say at the end of it, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. It was Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, that said in Matthew 26, 39, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. You know, I had a cousin a few years ago that, that had passed away from pancreatic cancer. And, and I remember um, driving up to San Francisco and, and visiting him at, at UCSF Medical Center and, and, and sitting bedside with him and, and with his wife and, and his mom and his dad and, and praying with them. And, you know, of course, I prayed for God's healing on his body. I wanted my cousin to be healed. I wanted this, this cancer that had riddled his body to be taken away. I, I, I prayed that um, everything would be restored back to him, that, that this cancer had stolen, you know, but I also prayed for the Lord's will to be done no matter what. Now, for reasons I can't answer, and quite frankly, I will never be able to answer, God took my cousin home to be with him. And that's just the case sometimes. We get an answer that we don't understand. We get an answer that we don't agree with. We get an answer that we don't like. But for the believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have trust that whatever reason is given, even if there's no reason given, that his purposes are perfect. And that as Romans 8.28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. We may not see things work together for good right away. We may not see them work together for good any day, any week, any month, or any year. We may not ever see them work together for good in this lifetime. But I can assure you of this right now. When we stand before God, it's at that time that we will know that all things work together for good. And so I want to encourage you in this today. Ask the Lord what you want. The Bible, after all, says ye have not because ye ask not. But when you ask, make sure to include, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. Now, here's what I'll leave you with. King Solomon got what he asked of God, but the real blessings didn't end there. Yes, God gave him a wise and understanding heart, but as we read in 1 Kings 3.13, God gave him much more than that. God says, and I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, 
both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. You know, not only did God bless Solomon with what he requested of him, but God exceedingly and abundantly gave all that he could have ever asked or thought of. Listen, God knows what we have need of today. He knows the desires of our hearts. Pray that they are also the desire of the Lord's heart and you will never ask amiss. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, or if you want information on how you can know, or even if I can pray for you, would you head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll find my contact information there, or you can leave me a message. I'd love to pray with you, and I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.